Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast right here on Georgia Radio. Happy Wednesday to you, Matt Jolly here on Neighbor to Neighbor. Glad to be here with you. Listen, uh, if you have not already downloaded the My Georgia Radio app, go out and find it. It's right there uh, at the Apple Store as well. Uh, as the Google Play Store, and it it works in your car or your truck. If you've got one of those fancy radios, you just plug it in, and uh, the app comes right up. You can listen to the podcast. uh, You can listen to just anything uh, right there on the My Georgia Radio app, and the best part is it's absolutely free. Then you get the music 24-7, the 90s country, the classic country that we play here, and, of course, all of the Georgia singer-songwriters like uh, Zach Haynes, who's coming on here in just a few minutes. We're going to hear from him, a, a rock war veteran who uh, whose story is one you're going to want to hear. We're talking about the Wadawi Rodeo. It's the, the Wadawi Roundup going on out there uh, here in just a few more weeks, mid-October. Now, this, I listen, I know I can already hear you down there, Susan. That's not in Georgia. Well, it's not in Georgia. It's just over the state line. They're here to talk to us about us. Uh, is the Cowboy Shop owner herself, uh, Miss Sherry Wilkins, uh, from right there in uh, Rootville, Georgia. Good morning, good Sherry. Good morning. Yes, good morning to you. You own a Cowboy Shop, and I just think that's really cool. Uh, I love it. When you were on the last time, uh, you told us just a little bit about the shop. Would you mind re- refreshing our memory, though? Not at all. Um, we actually opened 20 years ago, so this year was our 20th anniversary. Um, started out in a little small building up on the hill beside the deer farm and four years later moved into a larger building down the road. I eventually bought the building, so we now own it. It's about 13,000 square feet. About 9,000 is the western part. We have clothing, boots, tack, um, really good children's department, and then we also sell feed and hay. How did you, did you just wake up one day and say, you know, I, I ought to go into the retail business? Or how did that <laughs> I, happen for you? Actually, I had had three jobs in my entire life. I had worked at a bank and at a finance company and in between that at a mortgage office. So I was managing a finance company and they had sold us three or four times. Um, I I was happy enough to be able to stay the manager each time, but uh, it was learning a new computer system, new bosses, total changes. I had two young boys. Um, They cut out all the overtime for the employees and I was salaried. So they were working me from can to can't. And I started looking elsewhere and thought about nursing. Then I thought about chicken houses until they told me you had to wring their necks when they were sick. And I was like, that's not going to work because I'd want to take them all to the vet. So (laughs) I uh, ended up talking with a friend that owned a Western store called the Cowboy Shop in Mansfield, Georgia. And he worked a lot of rodeos and was wanting to close the storefront down. So we made a deal. I bought all his merchandise out and I went looking for a place to at the shop and I approached the deer farm and said why don't you build me a building up here beside y'all and let me rent it and I did and they told me later that they thought I would last about six months and that would be their new part store so thankfully we proved them wrong and we're still hanging in there after all these years I just think it's great and it's uh you know today today we don't think that much about it but I mean when you started this 20 years ago uh, alone and unafraid in the the feed business and the tack business. I mean, this is a, it's a tough business to be in. Uh, but out well, there in West Georgia, though, you've, you've just, uh, you've, you've made a name for yourself. 
Well, thank you so much. I tell you, um, the tractor supply opened the same time we did, but I did not know it whenever I was making my plans. And of course, once I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> but it, it's all worked out and we, we've grown and expanded and, you know, started working rodeos and advertising the business and putting on rodeos. And it just all kind of goes hand in hand with my hobby, of course, which is barrel racing. So, um, and then I also put on some barrel races down here at the Heard County Covered Arena, and it just all goes well together. Your passion for rodeo, uh, no doubt, was was a help in making this decision. But it, Very it's, it's taken a while for the, the two roads to cross. And I, I think that uh, so many people, uh, present company included, get into something that they really, really love uh, and, and then try to figure out the business as it's going along. You went into this with eyes wide open about the business and ran for it. And and now you're able to kind of branch out a little bit. You're doing this uh, Wadawi Roundup Pro Rodeo, uh, October 21st and 22nd. And this is just over the state line there by Lake Wadawi. Uh, talk to me about this because this is a big event. It is. We're, we're super excited to add this one. Um, the, the Ag Center's been closed for a couple of years, and they approached me a few months ago and said, we're ready to open back up, and, you know, would you like to put on a rodeo? And it had always been a really good location, a really good place, and we were super excited to be the ones they asked and obviously jumped all over it. And um, but I was a little apprehensive because, of course, Carrollton's been going on so long. It's very easy to sell the sponsorships. You pick up the telephone, and everybody's like, yeah, give me what I had last year, basically. Um, so I was a little apprehensive about that, but everybody's been great. We've had really good luck. Everybody seems super excited to have us down there, and I know we're going to pack it out and have a great crowd. Fun rodeo, and, and you have some more around West Georgia that you do. Uh, talk to us about about the business of rodeo. If, if somebody's listening right now and they, they're thinking maybe uh, Sherry could help me with a rodeo in my hometown around here in Georgia. Cause you know, we cover the whole state. Yes. What, do you, what do you tell somebody? Because at, this obviously is a growing sport, uh, even in the state of Georgia where, you know, we don't often think of cowboys in Georgia, but there sure are a lot of them. <laughs> so, I'm going to so. tell you, I, if COVID did anything, it helped this industry because so many businesses closed down. There was nothing to do. And rodeo is an outdoor sport for the most part. We do have some indoors, but most of it's outdoors. And I actually think our Carrollton Rodeo was the first one to move forward once everything had shut down with the COVID problems. Um, and, and we... We packed it out that year. It was probably 25% larger than it had been the year before. And so many people were just excited to get out. And I think it brought a lot of people that had no place to go, no movie theater, no bowling alley, things that they would right. normally do came out and they love it. And it's just keeps rolling. Like every year it's getting bigger and bigger and there's more people buying into the horse industry, more barrel racers, more rainers, more ropers. It's everything has just grown from it. So I guess out of, out of all the bad that came with it, I can, I can say that that was a positive that I saw for our industry anyway. Well, business is good. If you want to get a hold of Sherry, you can call her there at the cowboy shop and uh, she'll be happy to talk to you about it. This is a fun thing to do. It's fun to watch, uh, you know, everybody show up. Uh, the youth rodeo sports, are you involved with any of that? I, I know there's several going on. The finals are coming up uh, for yes. one of the companies. But uh, what what's your involvement with, with the youth side of it? 
Well, my boys are grown and in the military, so I don't have any children in it, but we do sponsor the rodeo down here, the Say Rodeo at Heard County and the Little Britches Rodeos. Um, the, the kids obviously are our future generation. They're my customer. And I've seen so many people as adults now that were kids coming through my store, and now they have their own kids out here doing this. So we definitely try and stay really involved. Um, all of the Say Rodeo members get discounts at the store with their membership cards. Uh, we we do the Heard County barrel races also and try and cultivate the youth coming. So it's it's definitely our customer, and, and we love to stay behind them. I think that's great. Well, we had Emmy Reed on and Jackson Jones from the Rockin' 5L Rodeo. They've got their finals on October the 15th. and uh, Yes. Our buddy Mark Ware is uh, going to be up there performing at the finals. So we're, uh, we're, we're pulling for him. And I think that's great. That's the on-ramp. Yes, you know? it definitely. And, and that's the best part about this. If you want to come out though and see the pro rodeo show, uh, that, uh, Sherry is putting on with the cowboy shop out there in Widawi, uh, how is the best way for them to find out how to come out there? Okay. We have a Facebook page, Widawi Roundup Pro Rodeo. It's got all the information on there. We'll have tickets at the Cowboy Shop starting the beginning of October. You can save $2 a ticket if you buy them in advance. At the gate, the adults are $20. Children 4 to 12 are 15 and 3 and under get in free. We'll be taking flyers out to all the local schools to try and give them a reminder. And of course, we'll have it on the radio and the billboards and all that good stuff. But um, the best way to do it is just to follow the Facebook page because we'll keep all the updates on there. I think that's great. Well, Sherry, thanks for coming on this morning. Always great to we, hear from you. Thank you so much. Yeah. You have a well, keep us in mind and uh, when you've got something else coming on. Thanks again, Sherry. We'll do it. Thank all you. Right. Bye-bye. We'll be right back with uh, singer-songwriter Zach Haynes uh, right after this. Hi, this is Wade Peebles from Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio. I'm here to tell you about Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. And you don't have to worry about supply chain issues or where your beef comes from. Do what I do and call Meeks Brothers Cattle Company today. You can get a whole, half, a quarter, any amount of beef you want. Good quality beef. Back in pack. Lasts up to three years in your freezer. It's grass-fed, grain-finished, made to order. Visit Meeks Brothers Cattle Company on Facebook today and tell them Brother Wade sent you. And that's Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. Thank you. Matt Jolly, right here on Georgia Radio. Welcome back to Neighbor to Neighbor. Matt Jolly uh, here today with Zach Haynes, a singer-songwriter out of uh, North Georgia, but that's not where he's from. Uh, We'll get into that right now. Zach, uh, thanks for joining me this morning. Glad to be here with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Man, it's a pleasure to get to talk to you. You are uh, uh, in the Army, and that's where this all starts. Uh, You you learned how to play guitar, I guess, before that, but... uh, uh, all of this singer-songwriter stuff, it started up after the Army. Share that story with us. Yeah, like I said, uh, I got my first guitar when I was 10 from my uh, my grandmother. And um, learned how to play some chords from my uncle. He was a uh, bass player, um, but he knew some chords on the guitar. So he kind of showed me some stuff. And back then, you know, we didn't have YouTube and stuff, so we had VHS tapes. <laughs> so I had... <laughs> I've gotten a couple of them from the library. And, and On like how to them. play guitar? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, stuff like that. They would do <laughs> That's awesome. little lessons and stuff. So I'd, I'd watch that and try to pick up little things. And, and where like was that. home but, for uh, you? Let's let's start that uh, out. Where was home? Gladwin, Michigan is where I'm, I'm from. Um, I was up there until 05. Um, I graduated in 04, went in the Army in, in 05, and then I've uh, been, been gone ever since. But What did you do um, in the Army when you were in service? I was a 
Cavalry Scout, 19 Delta, is what what my MOS was. Man, that's the that's right where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of fun stuff we got to do. <laughs> it's a uh, the Cavalry Scout's basically like recon, and uh, so that's what we got trained to do. And a lot of land nav type stuff, and um, you know, then of course well, keeping indoors and yeah, I should say like a that. lot of a lot of uh, you know eyes on the problem first, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, our jobs kind of, I mean, originally when the cavalry was, you know, kind of created, um, our job was to go and be kind of unseen and then kind of report back and, you know, tell everyone what was going on, and, which kind of different now, you know, in today's standards, but. Well, you're being very humble similar. about it. I can, I, I'll, I'll just <laughs> tell everybody listening about this. You know, the, 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 the crazy thing about this is the Army's never known for doing anything easy. And no, no there's not an easy way to be a scout uh, in today's Army. And it was not an easy road for you. No, no, it wasn't. Um, in uh, N06, um, uh, Bradley, I was driving, um, got blown up by an anti-tank mine that was um, detonated when I was going up over a bridge. And um, pretty much... You know, uh, took me out of the the military. Uh, I was sent back and I uh, had to help for my injuries and stuff. And um, so the last year I was in, I was um, attached to a med unit in Fort Sam Houston and did kind of odd med jobs, driving families around that would come in to visit their their you know their their service members that were there, or stuff like that. So the, What's the, know, the last hospital year down there, uh, Brook Army Medical yeah, Brooke, Center, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of burns so was, and stuff down there too. Yep. I, yeah. Yep. And that's where I had to go. I had a third degree burn on my leg that needed a skin graft. And, um, so yeah, last year I was attached there. And so it was, you know, uh, it was, it was a bittersweet thing. Um, the day that I left to deploy to Iraq, my wife and I found out that, um, she was actually pregnant. <laughs> so it was, it was one of the things where, you know, it was just a game changer of how I had to think about stuff and, how it changed my mentality, but, um, I was able to come back and, and heal up and be able to see my son be born. So it was, like I said, it was bittersweet, but it, it all, you know, worked out in the end. Just thinking about that, you know, you kind of glossed over that pre-deployment news there and how long yeah. were you gone? I mean, that's a long deployment typically. Yeah, it's uh well, it's supposed to be like a year to 15 months. Um, I was wounded, uh, 90 days in, is when I when I got hit, and then um, I think our unit was there for another uh, probably 12, 12 months. I think guys were there, but um, there was a lot of a lot of loss. We lost a lot of guys. Um, a lot of you know, it just well, wore, and that that weighs know. on you too. I'm guessing. I mean, ninety days in, and you want to be there. You want to be there with your team. And yeah, and yeah, well, you, you know, you're you're kind of trained to you know you you got that mentality that okay, if I get hurt, I'm going to heal up and then I'm going to go back, you know? And so when I come back, uh, uh, my wife at, at now wife, she was just my fiance then. So my mom actually had to kind of take her there and be, you know, like, Oh, she can come in here type deal, which, you know, was crazy. But, um, I kept telling them, I said, Hey, I, I'm, I'm healing up and I'm going to head back. And, and they're like, are you kidding me? You know, like just settle, you know, settle down, take a step back and just, you know, but you just have that mentality. You got, you got to get back to your guys, you know? And, uh, so 
when something does happen, you know, there's some guilt there that, you know, but you just have to realize there may have not been anything you could have done anyways, you know, and yeah. everything kind of just happens for a reason. You know, just, it just worked. Life just works out like that sometimes. So you're back home. You're down there at, at, uh, at the army hospital, Fort Sam Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Good place to be if you like guitar. You know, that's oh, my, oh, yeah. my native love, state. <laughs> so yeah, here we are I, both in Georgia's transplants, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I loved I loved being in Texas. It was uh it was very interesting, you know, what they say about everything's bigger in Texas. It's 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 kind of true, you know. It's a it's a very unique place to be at. And uh I kind I miss there's there's a lot of guys that uh, I know that still live down there and stuff and I always want to get back and see them and take my son show him where he was you know, born and, and raised for that first year and stuff. And but, so what brought you to North Georgia? Because there's there's a part here that uh, I guess you you come back uh, to your wife at some mm-hmm. point becomes your wife, and then uh, North Georgia. How did that fall into the equation? Well, my brother-in-law and his wife um, had moved down here from Michigan. Um, her family was originally from down here, so we came to visit. I believe it was Thanksgiving, like the year before I actually got out and we really liked it down here. And we're just kind of trying to figure out where we wanted to, you know, plan our roots. And, um, so we got down here and, uh, him and I were going to start a spray foam insulation company and we started that process. And then it was, that was an 08 when, you know, the bottom kind of fell out of everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, yeah. We both, yeah, we both decided, uh, it, it was best if we went a different route, you know? Yeah. So, he got into different, different stuff. Um, and then I kind of was stay at home dad for a while. Like I was medically retired out and still healing up from some of the wounds and stuff. And, uh, um, that's when I started writing was part, there's like a reintegration program that you kind of have to go through where they'll, you know, you'll talk to a counselor or whatever. And, and they wanted, they wanted me to keep a diary and I, it just felt weird to me. So I used my, my love of playing guitar to kind of make up these songs about whatever, you know, maybe what I was feeling about that day or something. It was songs that were never going to be recorded or anything like that, but that's kind of how I went through, you know, there we, we met in the middle <laughs> instead of having a diary. I just had some songs and poems and stuff that I'd write and stuff like that. And then, um, it kind of started to feel therapeutic and, um, I started to build off that and started writing actual songs and, you know, and kind of, kind of getting my, my feet wet in the songwriting. Do you consider yourself a, a singer or a songwriter? Uh, I don't, I guess more of a songwriter. Um, I've never claimed to have, you know, an, an angelic voice or anything like that. You know I mean? Some, some people like it. Um, you know, it's, I, the, the studio process for me is that's the hardest for the vocals if I'm being completely honest, uh, you know, it's, um, I don't know if it's so much insecurity, but just, you just want it to be the best that it can be, you know? And then you don't want to be the weak link in a, in a song, you know, if the lyrics are there and the, the music's there, you, you don't want the vocals to bring it down. So I'm, I'm extra, you know, I put a lot of effort into practicing, you know, the vocal parts and trying to get it just right. But I guess I would consider myself more songwriter. I just, I love your stuff. I was going through some of it this morning and I, there's, uh, there's one that you've just been playing with, I guess, uh, about change. 
And I, yeah, I, I mean, you, you have some, some really powerful topics because of, of your life history and, uh, and what you've been through that uh, you're just not afraid to tackle. And what I love about your style is I know you, you said you didn't have any formal guitar lessons, but man, those, those VHS tapes paid off because (laughs) you've, you've got some really great, uh, great sound coming out of that guitar. And I love that. It's just, and most of your stuff is just you and the guitar, you know, as a radio guy, um, Mm -hmm. coming up in the industry and, and then, you know, working in all facets of it, there's nothing Uh worse than a long intro on a new artist album. You know, you, yeah. you get this like minute and a half of instrumental and then you're like, oh my God, just sing. Let's just see what you got. You know, man, <laughs> yeah. with you, you're right in your face. And that's what's so amazing about your stuff is whatever you think is uh, is is short on the short-sighted side, man, you hit, you, you come out punching and it's just incredible stuff. So uh, we're going to link. That. Well, I, I'm serious. We're going to link your, uh, your YouTube page or whatever you want. Uh, into the okay. show story so folks can find you because you are you're, you're having some success you're signed up with uh, uh some publishing companies and that's great uh they're they're putting your stuff out there you've got two studio albums out if i understand that right yeah uh, yep. two full albums out and then a, a bunch of singles that we've released and um i've transitioned more into doing the the single stuff i find it's more i have more success with just doing a single and uh being able to push that rather than a full album there's a no, lot of folks kind of doing that right now, you know, and I think that's where we're at today, right? And well, yeah, the you know the industry's changed so much that, I mean, there's streaming platforms and there's so much music readily available that I feel personally that if you put out 12 songs, a lot of them songs might get overlooked just because you know. Yeah. So it's well, I, I mean, look back, more, yeah, right? Like look back into the day when when it was it was two sides of a of a 45, you mm-hmm. know, and. and so, right. I mean, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's kind of the same. It's right, not like right. we're doing anything different here. Talk to me right. about your first album, Hitting the Ground, uh, because there's a whole lot in that album. Yeah, yeah, that that came. Uh, so the first song that I had written that kind of got my wife on board with this whole singer-songwriter kind of idea was um, in 2013, we had lost our daughter. And um, I wrote the song called Burns, and it kind of went through the whole you know, process of me viewing what my wife went through, you know, and what, what she endured through the whole, you know, the whole incident catastrophe, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, um, so I wrote that and, um, I I don't exactly remember if it was three months later, five months later, I can't remember, but I remember I I played it for her and I was really nervous to sing it. So I just recorded it and, and sent it to her. And, um, she would, you know, she called and she was really emotional and stuff. And, and she said, I, I, I I'm a believer. You know, I, I think, I think you, you could probably do this if you, if you really put your mind to it, like I, this proves to me. And so that was kind of, you know, my, my big moment of like, okay, I'm, I think I'm going to do this. And she's been my biggest supporter since the beginning. So a lot of them, them songs in there came out of personal experience and um, things that I've been through in life and, and stuff like that. So it's it was kind of the first introduction of what you know I wanted to be as a songwriter. So I'm just I'm just playing this over in my head here. You're sitting there at home writing mm-hmm. this song. You're like, oh man, I got this. I'm going to send yeah. it to her. So she's not at yeah. home 
and you send her this like yeah, highly emotional this. piece. Yeah. she's where where was she? Zach was she? uh I'm sure she was probably at work. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, listen to this. <laughs> oh well, and I've, I've always I've always sprung it on her because I know you know, I'll get an honest reaction from her right. if I just send yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I, so either, you know, and I, so any emotion that I can get is good. Yeah. I take it as a good, you know? So I love it. If it, if it makes her sad, then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy, mad. Right. I know I'm all right. We're on, we're on track. So her, her you know, coworkers. Some kind of, yeah. <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's great. I, yeah. I love your stuff. I love what you're doing. Uh, where are you playing right now? Where can folks come hear you? Uh, I'm playing all over uh, Georgia, most North Georgia, but a lot of breweries, taverns. Um, play a lot at like Branson Brewery, um, Butt Hut in Athens. There's um, Southern Brewing Company in Monroe, uh, up at Delonica Brewery, uh, still Fire Brewing. You know, it's just if there's a brewery around, I'm, I'm probably playing there or going to be there. <laughs> You're on the brew tour. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's a good time. Well, I want to start like playing that. your stuff on Georgia Radio. Can we do that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, you send some stuff over that you want us to play, and we're going to make sure we hammer it. I just okay. love your story. I love what you're doing, Zach. Uh, Zach Haynes, man. Thank you. Thanks for hanging Thank out with us this morning. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, my thanks to Zach Haynes. Of course, my thanks to Sherry Wilkins, and my thanks to you for uh, for hanging out with me this morning. Always great stuff. Got a lot of great music coming up later on today. And, of course, tonight, Wednesday night, the encore presentation of Classic Country and Request. If there's something you want to hear on Classic Country and Request or just any time, download our new My Georgia Radio app. That's the important part, My Georgia Radio app. The My Georgia Radio app in the Apple Store and on Google Play. Works in your car and truck. You just plug it right in. Uh, you can also just say, hey, Alexa, launch My Georgia Radio, or hey, Alexa, play My Georgia Radio. You've got a smart speaker. It'll just start playing. Very, very easy. The Wadawi Roundup Pro Rodeo, October 21st and 22nd. Got to go see that just over the border there. Right there at the Randolph County Equine and Ag Center. Again, gates open up at 530 Central Time. Got to remember that, you know, the time changes right across the right across the state line there. Rodeo at 730 Central Time. So uh, get on out there to Wadawi, support our neighbors out there to the west, October 21st and 22nd. But Miss Sherry from the Cowboy Shop's the one putting it on. So right there in Roopville, Georgia, your cowboy outfitting headquarters in the state of Georgia. You know, you can go to any of these other big box stores but when you go out there to the cowboy shop it's a small business and they sure appreciate the support so uh, get out there and see them all right next week uh on this show we're gonna have a lot of fun so i hope you can tune in i'm gonna be on the road the next few days i've got to get up to kansas city for a a big air show there with garmin and uh it'll be i guess it'll be poetic if i get lost on the way to the garmin air show <laughs> we'll see how that goes but uh, the big air show up there in Kansas City. So if you're on the road this weekend and you're headed to Kansas, I'll be up there and I look forward to seeing you. The following weekend for me, it's Baltimore, Maryland for Navy Fleet Week. And then on out to San Diego 
the former Top Gun headquarters there at Miramar, and then Los Angeles to round out the year. Going to be fun. We'll talk to you next week. So long for now. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.